0: Hey guys, this is Jason Dunaway with Prophetic Pilgrimage. I'm here to share with you some insight into your journey in hearing the voice of God, talking about certain aspects of the gift of prophecy, and hosting special guests to hear about how God has led them on their journey. You can also check out my website at propheticpilgrimage.com. Hey guys, it's Jason Dunaway back on here with a fresh episode on Prophetic Pilgrimage. Um... Like I said a week ago, I was going to start a new series based off of my book, "Navigating the Prophetic: A Guide for Life and Ministry." And so, I'm really excited about this. Um, It's been almost a year. I launched this book um, and published it and got it out and released it um, October, I think, 28th of 2019. And so, um, I'm super thankful to be able to um, continue to sell books even now during all the COVID. And so. Um, this has just been a really, really cool journey, and so I just want to give you a little bit of information off the book. And so um, this people ask me about the book all the time, you know, what um, inspired you to write this book? And so um, in my personal journey, I have different journals, and so one journal is just based off of my personal relationship with the Father, and my other journal is solely based on what I'm learning in the prophetic um, testimonies dreams, things that I've seen and prophetic words that have come to pass. And so that's been a fun journey. And so I've actually used all of those prophetic journals and fleshed them out into a book. And so everything that you get in this book is actually things that I've learned in the secret place, things I've learned by taking risk, and just things that i learned by meeting people and just doing ministry um, outside of uh, the church building and within. And so, um, yeah, and so prophecy really is primarily and often seen as a gift that is used within the church building. And so to think that we're only called to use the gift within a ministry setting is not only inaccurate, but unbiblical. And so you can go look it up for yourself. If you have the Holy Spirit living within you, then the spiritual gifts, especially prophecy, is not subject to the four walls of the church. And so we as believers can actually use prophecy in every avenue of our lives. I mean, I use it everywhere. I use it in my marriage, I use it Uh, When I'm learning to parent uh, my one-year-old, I use it when I'm studying homework or doing anything. I mean, you can use prophecy for anything, and so it's really, really amazing. Um, And so Jesus really tells us in Mark 16 to go out into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. And so if that is the case, then where you are currently in your life right now, whether you're a dentist or a doctor or you're a cashier at Publix, whatever, Prophecy is available to you to give you more options than you had before. And so uh, we can use the gift of prophecy to release God's plan, not only over our lives, but also others within the body of Christ. And so, um, and that includes like businesses, cities, nations, countries, whatever you feel called to. And so when we limit prophecy to just the church, we actually limit God. And so I really pray my goal of this book is to really help you take prophecy into your personal life. As well as the world around you that will advance the kingdom of God. And so um, I'm excited to start this new series with all of you. Um, it's just gonna be so much fun. And so, um, the very, and we're, we're just gonna start with the first chapter of my book and we're gonna move right along um, until we finish the book. And so, this is gonna be a fun journey. And so, um, the first chapter, <clears throat> excuse me, the first chapter uh, of my book is called Perfect Love. And so, we're gonna dive in and we're gonna kind of see, um, how Paul kind of unwraps that in First Corinthians. And so the verse um, I have for that chapter is 1 Corinthians 13, 1, and then goes on to verse 2. And I'm going to read it in the ESV translation, then I'm going to read it in the Passion translation as well. And so in um, that verse goes, If I speak in tongues of men and of angels but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers to under and understand all mysteries and knowledge, and if I have all faith as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And so, the Passion translation is really beautiful. And it's by far my favorite. And so, the Passion translation in First Corinthians thirteen one through two says, "If I were to speak with the eloquence in earth's many languages, and in the heavenly tongues of angels, yet I didn't express myself in love." my words would be reduced to a hollow sound of nothing more than a clanging cymbal. Verse 2, And if I were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets, and if I I possessed unending supernatural knowledge, and if I had the greatest gift of faith that could move mountains, but have never learned to love, then I am nothing. And so I think it's interesting that Paul is saying here if I were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets, but I've never learned to love, then I'm nothing. And so, I think it's interesting. And so, you have First Corinthians twelve, which talks about Paul's talking about the spiritual gifts um, in the context of, commu- of community here. So keep community um, kind of in your mind while we're talking about this. And then you have First Corinthians thirteen, which is the way of love. This is how we should be operating in the gifts. And then you have 1 Corinthians 14, where Paul is also talking about the goal of prophecy, the use of prophecy, the importance of prophecy as a whole. And so you have, think about this as a sandwich, okay? You have 1 Corinthians 12, you have 1 Corinthians 13. So 1 Corinthians 12 talks about the spiritual gifts, um, the context of, how it's operated in a community, but also the distribution of it too to the believers in the body of Christ. And then you have First Corinthians thirteen in the middle, which Paul is talking about. This is how you should be walking in love, not only as a as someone walk operating in the gifts, but also as a Christian. That's really, really important. It's not just based off your spiritual gift. And so and then you have at the bottom, prophecy in tongues, which is first Corinthians 14. And so it's, I think it's interesting. Before Paul talks about prophecy, he's actually talking about um, what walking in love should look like. And so I think it—I believe love is so essential to every aspect of our lives, especially when it comes to operating in the gift of prophecy or the spiritual gifts or prophetic ministry. And so love actually acts as a radar for us. And so if we're not giving out prophetic words that are actually rooted, rooted and grounded in this love that Paul is talking about here, then we will know that we are actually off course. And so we obviously don't want to be off course. We don't want to align ourselves with any other kind of theology. We want to align ourselves to the love of the Father. And so, you know, although prophecy is important, um, it's not more important than loving someone the way that Jesus commanded us to. And so the perfect love of God released over someone's life will far exceed any prophetic word that does not present that love. And so let's go a little bit deeper um, in the love that Paul's talking about. Let's jump into verse 4 in chapter 13 of First Corinthians. It says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. That's cool. Love rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. That's interesting, right? Hmm. Prophecy eventually will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease as well. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. And so skip down to 13, um, verse 13, it says, So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. So so Paul is saying here that love needs to be our primary goal. 1 Corinthians 14 says, Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy so the important thing is for us here is to make sure that love is our radar, that love is the thing that it's motivating us to prophesy, to learn how to grow in the prophetic. And so um, all prophetic ministry should be based off of the Father's unconditional unfailing love. If love never fails, then loving someone should be at the forefront of our prophetic words that we release over people. Um, God's love is the only thing that can bring perfection to our lives. Um, to someone else's life. So, if someone's struggling with something, our goal in the prophetic is to have love is the motivator, the motivating factor in all of our prophetic words. And so, without it, our prophecies are but partial. And so, it's amazing how love has the ability to see someone through their shame, um, darkest moments, addictions, etc. And so, um, a really cool testimony is. Um, a few years ago, uh, me and a group of people for, were actually getting breakfast um, at one of our local uh, breakfast restaurants. And so when we walked in, there was um, a lady standing at the hostess stand, and she went to seat us in our table. And I just had this overwhelming sense of love and compassion for this person. And so as I sat there, I said, okay, Holy Spirit, what is it that you're trying to um, share with me? Is there something about this lady that you want me to share? Is there something you want to share with me about her? And so the Holy Spirit just clearly said, I want you to go over there and tell her that she is the best thing for her daughter right now. And so, okay. And so as we were leaving, um, we paid our check and we were walking out the door. Um, I walked up to her and I just said, hey, we don't know each other, but you just set us down at our table. And I just wanted to let you know that we are a church group and we were just hanging out having some community breakfast." But um, we value so much um, the word of God and the voice of the Lord. And so sometimes he encourages us to encourage other people. And so I told her, I was like, I felt like the Lord wanted me to share with you um, that you are the best thing for your daughter. And so her eyes light up and she runs around the hostess stand and she grabs me in this big hug. And I said, you know, at this point I was like, okay, something's going on. And so um, I asked her, you know, does that mean something to you? And she said, yes, I'm actually in a custody battle um, for my daughter right now. And so that's really amazing. And so sometimes we don't even know actually what we're saying um, or what it means. And so sometimes we just need to be faithful to the voice of love. And so, um, but in that moment when Holy Spirit spoke to me, I could just feel this love. And so love was the motivating factor in that, um, just in that testimony, and that that story. And so I think it's beautiful, and and it's like I was saying, you know, um, love has the ability to see someone through their shame, or their darkest moments, and this could have been a moment of darkness for her that she felt like she had no hope to get out of, and so, um, so as we walk out this lifestyle of love, you know, that should be the motivator, and the Holy Spirit should be the indicator of anything that falls short of that perfect love, and so. Um, something cool that I wrote down was shame is not the father's game. Love is his name and his love is what we are extending and releasing to others. Uh, man, that's really good. Um, it's a short one, but it's really good and it's powerful. I think there's a lot of wisdom in there. There's a lot of encouragement, um, in this chapter. And so, um, at the end of each chapter, I do have some, you know, some connection points and these connection points are really, um, implemented into my book for um, the main reason of us spending time with God and learning to hear His voice in the secret place, but also beginning to kind of um, cultivate the prophetic in our life and just grow in our gift. And so um, so for this week, um, your two challenges or connection points are, the first one is, have there been any areas of your life where you have fallen short of love? And so we've all have been guilty of this. I've been guilty of it where I've had areas where I feel like I've fallen short of love when I've encouraged someone or maybe I prophesied you know, into someone's life through maybe a filter that I had that day. Maybe I was feeling upset about something. Maybe I just haven't examined my own heart that day or something or maybe I just hadn't spent time with God and so I prophesied in a way that maybe fell short um, and didn't illustrate the Father's love. And so that first one is, have there been any areas of your life where you have fallen short of His love? And so the second one, um, have there been any instances where you gave a prophetic word that fell short of representing God's perfect love? And so those questions were kind of same, kind of the same, um, but um, if so, ask the Holy Spirit to show you who the person was and to show you what he really thinks about that person and what his thoughts are about them. Um, you can share this um, word with him if you feel prompted. And so I think there's something beautiful about going back, and so if there was a you know, a person in your life where maybe you fell short of illustrating the Father's love. And so John 13, you know, Jesus says, um, people will know we are his disciples by how well we love each other. And so I think it's, you know, obviously a mandate for us as Christians to love one another, regardless, regardless of whether it's through a prophetic word or through an act or a deed or something. And so, um, yeah, and so that's, that's the first chapter for this week. Um, try those connection points out. Um, Begin to challenge yourself this week on just revealing the Father's perfect love the best way that you can. And so I bless you guys, and I'm going to pray for you really quick. So Father, thank you so much that you've shown us what your perfect love looks like. Yeah, so we thank you that perfect love is this. It's Jesus who's laid down his life for us so that we might lay ourselves down for our brothers in love as well. And so Father, we just pray that this week we would reveal the perfect love of the Father whether that be through a prophetic word or a word of encouragement or a word of comfort or maybe just even an act, Father. And so I just pray over every single listener today, God, I pray that they would be motivated by the selfless love of the Father, the compassion of God. And I just release you this week to just encounter God's love and to release that same encounter that you got in the secret place. And so thank you, Jesus. Amen.